Your work is to discover your world, Buddha says. And with all your heart, give yourself to it. I'd like to tell you how, although coaching college basketball didn't turn out to be my work, in it, I found my world. In the world of athletics, they say there are two different types of coaching styles. If you think about it, all coaches are some unique combination of an X's and O's type coach and one who just plain knows how to motivate. One end of the spectrum requires objectivity and the ability to strategize. On this end, fundamentals rule and emotions hinder. The strategy is a formula, a court-level design that's been proven over and over again to work. The other end is not only subjective, it's subatomic. It requires a coach to tap deep within the depths of players and connect with a part of them they might not even be able to access themselves. On this end, emotion is the formula. This is the style of coaching I'm drawn to. In 2010, I returned home from playing a season abroad in Vienna, Austria. And four months later, I accepted a job as an assistant coach back at UCSD. I was 22, and I was excited to transition from player to coach. I couldn't wait to pass on my experience to young, hungry, and energetic bodies. During my very first week on the job, though, I stumbled upon a few not-so-subtle realities. The first sounded something like, Hey, coach! Followed by a few seconds of silence before I'd realized the girls were talking to me. The second reality was that apparently I had just signed on to a lifestyle far below the poverty line. And the third reality was one I found most disappointing, which was that as the third assistant, I wasn't exactly given opportunities to speak directly to the team. But that wasn't going to stop me. Once I became aware of this third reality, I vowed to find every opportunity to influence those girls, directly, indirectly, telepathically. I would find a way. About a month before season began, Coach Elliot gave us assistance our very first assignment. Our task was to find as many inspirational quotes and stories as possible so that we could compile them into a team handbook, or winner's manual, if you will. After narrowing my search down to about 20 pages, still... Nothing I'd found seemed to say exactly what I felt needed to be heard. So I wrote my own. In order to avoid stepping on toes, I decided to keep it anonymous and just slip it in there within the other 67 pages and hope that somehow 
it would touch just some part of those girls' subconscious. This was my message. Four years come and go in what seems like a moment's time. You will look back and remember the times you killed yourself alongside your teammates. When you look back, you will be proud of the moments you did it for them. As you relive every suicide, every 300-yard sprint, every ounce of sweat you left on that court, you'll find yourself half-smiling, almost in disbelief of what you once put yourself through, knowing that even if you were to describe every detail of every drill you ever did, no one would truly grasp the amount of yourself you sacrificed every day for four years. You'll sit half smiling because you also know this is something you share with only 14 other individuals on the planet and something not one person can ever take away from you. This pain, this secret, this bond will be what you remember. Once it's gone, there will be no way to replace that void, that part of you that you once gave to your teammates and to your team. Once it's over, the physical pain becomes only a memory, and you'll find yourself asking for more. So take it from me, sacrifice all of yourself for as long as you've got left. Four years is too short to hold back for even a second. My first year of coaching, unfortunately, also turned out to be my last. I began my one-year stint looking over my shoulder every time one of the girls referred to me as coach, and I ended it as the adoptive mother of 14 college-aged girls, fully embracing my new title as Mama Osier. I left that season feeling as though I had learned more from those girls than I was ever able to teach. I left not ever really knowing if I had impacted them in the way that I had hoped. One thing I did leave knowing was that I was walking away as the proudest mama on the planet. The following season, UCSD women's basketball spent over 90% of their season ranked number one in the nation at the NCAA Division II level. I wasn't alongside my kids on the bench that year, but I followed them just as closely and just as lovingly from the stands. On their senior night, I sat in the crowd and I watched as the underclassmen presented the seniors with a gift as a token of their respect for the legacy they were leaving behind. This is the gift the girls gave them. There in the center are the three seniors embracing one another after a huge win. And in the background of the heart, 
are the words I had written over a year and a half before in their winner's manuals. Later, I learned that the words of an anonymous author became the team's mission statement. In that moment, I sat half smiling yet again, realizing that I had touched just a little bit more than the subconscious of those girls. I did speak directly to them, even if they didn't even know it. And now we were even. Because in the same way I had empowered them, they had empowered me. In them, I had found my world. Your work is to discover your world. And with all your heart, give yourself to it. We seem to stumble upon our worlds. Or rather, our worlds seem to stumble upon us. Our passions, our loves, and what makes us feel fulfilled aren't the mysteries. The mystery is how to give ourselves to them. I found my world in those kids, in loving them, in inspiring them, and in receiving the same in return. That was the easy part. The part where so many of us falter is in handing our hearts over to what makes us happy. We're afraid that success won't come by doing just that. For two years, I was afraid that success wouldn't come by doing what I love, by writing, by speaking, by inspiring. But then I realized... Success without love, without passion, and without feeling fulfilled isn't the type of success that changes lives. Those kids are the ones who first showed me, and now I hope to show you. The work you love is the work your world remembers. Find it and give yourself to it.